understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Face Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Hurley, and before we jump into today's episode that is so important, each and every one of us need to hear this about why you're not there yet, wherever it is that you have desired to go, to accomplish, to achieve, why you're not there yet. But before we jump into that, I want to talk to you about this Thursday. This Thursday, July 30th at 8 p.m., I am kicking down the doors and opening up opening up the floodgates. I've gotten so many DMs from people that have had a true awakening during this pandemic, realizing that they are meant for more, that they need to share their message, their trauma. They need to bring awareness to something that matters, and they need their own channel in order to do it. Trust me when I tell you there's a reason why you're exhausted with social media. Everyone's on it. You're fighting against an algorithm that you can't control and you feel like you're yelling at the top of your lungs and no one is listening. This does not mean your message doesn't matter. It means you just need a different vehicle. Podcasting has proved over and over again to be one of the most powerful platforms in 2020 and is continuing to grow. You can tell by the celebrities that have been joining and getting these huge contracts because the platform itself has proven to be a revenue generating, sustainable platform. This is the perfect way for you to build your brand, blow the hell up, connect with an authentic audience of your ideal clients and increase your impact and increase your income through the power of podcasting. And I'm teaching you exactly how to do this Thursday at 8 p.m. It's free to sign up. All you have to do is scroll down in the show notes. There is a quick link. If you don't find it, it's podcastingyourpassion.com forward slash live podcastingyourpassion.com forward slash live. Make sure you grab your seat. It is limited seating and I cannot wait to see you guys Thursday night. And we're going to deep dive into the power of podcasting and what it can do for your brand. All right, without further ado, let's dive deep into this episode. Let's talk about why you're not there yet. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Jessica Hurley, and I am so glad that you are here. Y'all, it is July and we are still in this pandemic. We're still here. Do you remember in April when we were like, you know, the summer, like by the summer will be all good. Now we're wondering if this will even be over by the end of the year. I got people asking me if my wedding in February of next year is even still happening because what if this is still going on? Lord, I pray not because I cannot handle it, y'all. I don't know about you, but I am craving community and craving connection and just craving to get back to some of the things. I can appreciate that some of us have gotten back to semi-normal, but I know for a lot of us, this is still so significantly different than what we are used to. So first things first, before we jump into today's episode, I want you to congratulate yourself and give you some grace. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself a pat on the back because listen to me closely. This is a time that no one ever planned for. So the fact that you're even 
seeking growth and seeking new content and listening to a podcast when you could be doing anything else. Do you know how many people have gotten off track and off their rocker and are struggling to maintain their sanity and rightfully so? And this is stressing the body and having all type of side effects on the body and people's mental more than it ever has before because of the way that these circumstances have destroyed people's lives. These circumstances have turned people's lives upside down. So of course, there's just been this reverse effect of something that no one ever planned for or anticipated or anything, right? But for you to be taking this time to be seeking growth and seeking advice and staying in tune and, you know, looking within and just consuming content like this, you need to give yourself a pat on the back because you are in a different category. This doesn't make you better. That's not what I'm saying. But you are making a conscious choice every day to stay on the right side of this because I need you to know it's harder right now than it has ever been. So for you to make that conscious choice, you are of the elite, my friend. You are headed in the right direction. And so what I want to talk about today is the reason why you haven't made it there yet. Do you remember, I don't know why I randomly thought about this, but do you remember the movie, Are We There Yet? And I just remember the kid in the back seat, like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And some of you are asking yourselves, why am I not there yet? And for those of you that are new, you know I'm not talking about a physical location. I'm actually not even talking about a landing or destination of success because that's a facade. That's not even real, right? That's fictitious. We create that in our head. There's no place that we will get to that we will then feel successful, check the box and be like, I'm here now. Now what? Sometimes we will, but there is a thing, space that you want to fill, a desire that you have, a passion, a dream, a income level, a stage, being debt-free, losing the weight, picking up the skill and turning it into a freelance, a paid hustle, a side hustle, or your full-time employment. I asked people on my Instagram the other day, what was the one thing in 2020 that you wrote down on your goal sheet as like the biggest thing and you like clenched your teeth and looked in the mirror, looked at your best friend or looked at your significant other and said, I'm going to do this in 2020. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to be the fittest I've ever been. I'm going to compete in the CrossFit games. I'm going to become a famous photographer. I'm going to be on a reality TV show. I'm going to sing. I'm going to speak at an improv and test my comedy. I'm going to do something I've never done. I'm going to go on an adventure I've never went on. I'm going to quit my full-time job. I'm going to start a side hustle and make $10,000 extra a month, or maybe it was just two. I'm going to pay off all this freaking debt that I'm swimming in, but I'm going to do it in 2020. And then we look up in July and here we are. And what do you blame it on? You blame it on the pandemic? Now, I'm not here to criticize everyone's circumstances. Everyone's circumstances are different. And some of you are unable to do the things that you normally do. I absolutely believe that. But we blame it on the pandemic. We blame it on our kids being home from school. We blame it on life being so different right now so we don't have time to work out. We blame it on the fact that we're waiting for everything to get back to normal. I have a newsflash for you and some breaking news. I know a more than enough entrepreneurs that got rich during this pandemic. And I actually made the most money I've ever made. So depending on the industry you're in, obviously, but there is some room for opportunity during this. So I want to talk to you about the real reasons why and the things that we need to own that are the reason why we're not there yet. And again, this is not a physical destination or a check mark or a placement but there is something somewhere that you promised at the start of 2020 that you were going to do. And we are seven, almost eight months into the year. 
We've probably, most of you may have more time than you've ever had. And yet, nothing. Nothing. Crickets. Not even close. Haven't even taken a step in the right direction because you've allowed all these things to distract you. I don't know about you, but I'm a firm believer in the fact that all of this was made to distract us. I'm not saying the pandemic is a fraud, but it's all created to distract us. For most of us, all we can do is control what's within and what's external and what's closest to us. There's a few things that we can control and we have to take note of that. So I want to talk about a handful of reasons why you're not there yet, right? So number one, and this is a tangible episode. If you're a new listener to The Stranded, I do these every once in a while. Not tangible. They're applicable episodes. (laughs) Feel free to get a good laugh out of that. (laughs) These are applicable episodes. So every now and then I do these where we list a handful of things that you could write down or utilize or re-listen to this that you can actually apply right now or kind of muddle through that could really help you change the way you see or seek something, right? So number one, why are you not there yet? And again, all of these may not apply to you, but some of them will because some of them have applied to me in different seasons of my life. So number one, you're not there yet because you don't know where there is. You don't know where there is. You don't know where there is. You don't have the clarity to get there yet. Imagine me on the highway driving 90 miles an hour and my passenger saying, oh my God, you're going so fast. You must be in a rush to get there. Where are we going? And me saying, I don't know. I don't know where we're going. You can't drive fast to somewhere when you don't know where you're going. What do people normally do when they're driving slow? They're looking for their placement. They're looking for where they're going. They're not sure where they're going. They're not sure what street to turn on. So they move exceedingly slow. So think about that. You're moving slow or not moving at all because you're paralyzed by the fact that you don't know where you're going. You lack clarity. I say this all the time. I don't think any of us were born lazy. We're not lazy. Or we call ourselves procrastinators. I'm a professional procrastinator. No, most of us are not. Some of us are. I've seen a few in my lifetime but most of us are not. We're just paralyzed by the fact that we don't know where we're going. You're not naturally lazy. You're just unclear of where you're headed. So you're paralyzed and at a hold or a standstill because you don't know where to go. For a lot of us, we'll just take messy turns and twists and end up right back in the same place. And for some of us, we're just paralyzed and won't move forward because we don't know where we're going. You need to meditate, journal, and pray on clarity. You have a lack of clarity right now. You don't know where you're going. Or you may have had clarity, tried something and failed. And now you're like, well, now what? I tried to get extra money doing this and it failed miserably. I tried to pay off my debt, but then a new hospital bill came in. I tried to do this, but then this happened and it didn't work. So now how am I going to get there? New level, new devil. You need clarity. You need clarity. Meditate, journal, and pray for clarity. Write out your vision and your dream every single day. I committed over the pandemic for 90 days. I'm almost at day 90. I think I'm at like day 71 to write out a 60, 90, and one year vision every single morning. Y'all better believe that's the clearest shit I've ever written in my life now. The first couple weeks, I was like, okay, this is the same shit over and over. Now is clear as day. I know what staff I need to hire. I know where I'm going. I know how much money I'll be making by the end of the year. I know what we need to do to get this and get that and what I need to do with my team and how to build a culture all of it. It's all there. Clarity. Clarity. You lack clarity. You cannot drive somewhere fast if you don't know where you're going. So stop swimming around in the mud and focus on clearing your mind and getting clarity on where you're going. You don't know where there is yet. Number two, you're not willing to do the hard work. So let's talk about hard work for a second because I can break this down in a really simple way. 
In order for you to have something extraordinary and in order for you to be above average, in order for you to break free of insanity, right? Because we all know what insanity is. It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting results. You have to do one of two things. You have to invest money or you have to invest time. Let me say this again. You have to invest money or you have to invest time. And I know for a lot of you, you're thinking it's not clear as that. Like, you know, I said at the beginning of 2020, I was going to fix my relationship. Same shit, same concept. If you said at the beginning of 2020, my relationship is kind of on the edge, it's kind of on the rocks and we really need to work on this. And we've talked and talked and talked about it, but we haven't really done anything specific. You need to invest some money or some time. You either going to invest some money in some therapy, books, some sessions together, some dance classes, some vacations where you two are just alone and connecting, or you going to invest some time, some time to really breaking free of these chains and figuring out what is holding you two back, right? The hard work is investing the money or the time. The first year of my business, I'm not going to front, I barely spent any money. I was working my full-time job, hustling from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. every single night, literally seven nights a week and on the weekends, but I was barely investing any money. If I look back, I probably spent maybe $1,500 on my business, but I busted my ass on time. Like I'm talking about this was my life. This was my life because I had a goal. I knew where this was going. I knew where this was going. I knew this was going to lead me to stages. I knew this was going to lead me to connecting with some of the most incredible, powerful, magical women I've ever met in my life. And I was going to be the creator of that community. I was going to embrace this. I was going to help set these women free. I was going to have relationships with these women and use my experience to help just make them feel like they're not alone and put words to the shit they're going through that they don't know how to accept or feel or understand. I knew where I was going. So I put in the time. 2020? 2020 looks a little bit different. I haven't let up on the content. I haven't let up on some of the things that I give and the ways that I give, but I invest a lot of money in my business. A lot of money in my business. A lot of money in my business. For the last three months, I've had a coach that I am paying $4,000 a month for. $4,000 a month, y'all. On top of that, that we just met and put everything into a budget and my overhead is nifty. Yeah, just leave it that. But I'm willing to invest the money now because the money helps me buy back my time to do the things that I love, like podcasting, serving women, holding conferences, except now they're virtual, virtual conferences, helping women with their podcasts, bring their voices to life, helping them reach hundreds and thousands of people. That is the stuff I love. I had to buy back my time. Some of you aren't willing to do the hard work. You have to ask yourself, what do I want? Am I clear on that? Okay, it's this. It's this. When I close my eyes and I smile a little bit and my white teeth show and I can feel my cheekbones hurting because I'm smiling because that's what I want, then you must ask yourself, in the last eight months, have I invested a significant amount of time in this? Be honest. Or have I invested a significant amount of money in this? Be honest. If the answer to both is no, then you know exactly why you're not there yet. Exactly why you're not there yet. Exactly why you're not there yet. And I say that because I had to admit that the other day. Well, it wasn't the other day. It was like a month ago. But I sat with my nutritionist crying about how I didn't understand why I wasn't losing any weight. And he looked me in my eye and he said, I have all your check-ins listed right here. While you were committed this month, were you committed last month? Did you come four days a week? I was like, no. He's like, were you eating right? I was like, maybe 60% of the month. And he's like, yeah. So no, 
You've only been working hard for 30 days. That's it. You got to get back to investing the time and this commitment to getting fit. And I was like, damn, he's right. I ain't been committed long enough. Like you have to own it. If the answer is no, then you can't expect significant change. You can't expect what you see everybody else doing because they have invested either the time or the money. That's number two. Number three, my absolute favorite, my absolute favorite, which is gratitude. And let's play around with gratitude a little bit, right? Because I'm going to lean into manifesting a little bit. Now, let me be clear. I am not the queen of manifestation. I actually, three years ago, thought it was the biggest crock of bullshit. And I'm just being honest with you because some of you may be listening and being like, "Mm, that's not really my thing, right? But I have seen it to be true over and over and over again. The best thing I could have ever done in the morning was take my coach's advice and commit to a give strategy, right? Every single morning in my journal, I write give. This is a acronym. It stands for gratitude, intention, vision, execution. So I literally write five things I'm grateful for. And I'm very intentful and clear about this. And this is the biggest part is when I started out doing it for like three weeks, I was just like writing the bullshit. And this is so funny because I talk about this all the time. Two years ago, when I started this journey, I had people tell me the same things. Like you have to journal, you have to meditate, you have to write all the things you're grateful for. You have to envision where you're going. And let me just be the first to help you with this. It feels like some serious BS when you are sitting at your job writing like where you see yourself and what you're grateful for when in reality you're sitting in this cubicle and you're like, I really hate my life until 5 p.m. Like I really do. And you're like, okay, I'm just writing this as if it's going to happen, but I don't even feel like it's going to happen, right? Maybe you're grateful for the things, but you don't, you don't feel like it's going to happen. It's so hard to be disciplined in something that doesn't have an immediate results. Gratitude for many feels like the biggest crock of crap because it is being disciplined. Like it's literally what I'm doing right now with my workouts. I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I've been talking about how I've been working out heavy, but I'm not getting any results right away not right away, but within like six weeks, I didn't lose any weight. I actually gained weight. And it's like, this is like working out every day and somebody telling you like, hey, you're still gaining weight. Like it's not working. Nothing's happening. And you're like, well, why the hell do I keep doing this? Gratitude takes the most insane amount of discipline because you're literally talking to no one. You're not receiving or being thanked for being grateful. This is between you and a piece of paper, right? And you're not seeing any results. Nothing's happening. It's not like you're putting this in an envelope and dropping it in Santa's mailbox and he's delivering it to you on Christmas Day. Nothing is happening for you writing in a journal, correct? So you have to be so intentful about this gratitude part because what I've learned, and I'm not kidding, and I thought this was the most powerful thing ever, was after three weeks, I had someone tell me, get really specific and don't be afraid to write in your gratitude how thankful you are for things already happening. Well, that's even harder because I don't like to lie. I don't like to lie and I don't like to be fake. So y'all, I was like, so what am I going to say? Like, oh, I'm so grateful for making $12,393 when like, mm, that's a far fetch. Like, what am I going to lie to myself? Or I'm so thankful for, you know, this new house and this new car when God knows we've talked about how I'm probably not going to get a new car until the end of the year. And I said, screw it. It's between me and a piece of paper. What's the worst that can happen, right? I started writing this down and writing down an exact number. And then at the end where the execution was, I would write what I would need to hit that number. So I would say, okay, I need to hit, you know, 15K this month, or thank goodness for the 15K that I made this month. And then at the bottom, I would write for the five new clients and the 12 courses and then this and then that and the third, right? And then I would write how it equaled that. Literally like 42 days in, 
I closed out the second month after starting doing that and I hit the number verbatim. I'm talking about like $3 off, got the exact amount of clients, sold the exact amount of courses and made some extra money on the side in the exact way that I said I would. In the exact way that I said I would. Do not be afraid to be grateful for things that are already happening because I've said this on a bazillion podcasts. If you're new, I'm going to say it again. God does not give you a vision. God, the universe, whoever you believe in, you do not receive a clear vision that is not already for you. You just have to decide that it is for you and you believe that it will happen and it indeed will. We believe that when our friends have visions, oh yeah, you got the potential to do that. You'll be so great. I can see you doing this. But when we have the vision, we think it's just some bullshit. It's a it's a fluke. Like it's not real. You have to believe it to be true. And so a way to believe it to be true is training yourself to have gratitude for it, whether it has happened yet or not. So for those of you that want to take this gift and run with it, I'm telling you the give strategy, write down five things you're grateful for. Your intentions are just words. So a lot of times I'll write down three words like finish strong, growth, heal, you know, share, love, grow. Sometimes I'll put like sales, marketing, and more love. Like I'll just write down three words that are like my intention for the day. Um, Results driven, like just write down three words. For the vision, again, I told you I write down like four sentences. Well, now it's like six. I write down four sentences for 30 days. No. Yeah. 30 days, 60 days. No, I messed that up. Sorry. It's 60 days, 90 days, and a year. 60 days, 90 days, and a year. So I write that down. And I know you guys are like, I don't have all this time. Uh Uh-uh. This is a non-negotiable. I had to set myself to wake up 45 minutes early and now it literally takes me 30 minutes because guess what I do after that? I read for 15 minutes. So my morning routine now looks like this, the give strategy, and then reading for 15 minutes. And then the E is execution. And so I write down, this is it, three tasks minimal that will move my business forward and my personal life. Three tasks minimal. So usually it's two business tasks and one personal task. That's it. Two tasks. Now you're going to say to me, well, it takes a lot more tasks for me to finish my day. Listen, me too. I got a to-do list on the next page, but I know these two things are priority numero uno for me to move my business forward. That's it. That's it. Everything else is just like shit could get done today, tomorrow, Thursday, whatever. That's it. Understand? So use this give strategy, practice your gratitude, create manifestation. I'm not kidding. This is real. So that's number three. Number four, you're not willing to change old habits. You are not willing to change old habits. This is the best way I heard it the other day. You are like habitual for having a new idea, but you don't ever finish through. Like we are almost fighting for these limiting beliefs, right? So you've been telling yourself your whole life you're a procrastinator and then you end up procrastinating an idea because you've already said in your mind that that's who you are. These are your old habits. Let me be clear You don't have a flipping choice but to change if you want to be above average. You don't have a flipping choice but to change if you want more out of life. If you're sitting at home on Instagram every day watching as people share their stories on a microphone and change lives and meet with incredible people and speak on stages and go to conferences and are paid to do this and paid to do that and talk about having $30,000 months and travel with their fiance and have huge this and huge that and get new cars and do these things and you're like, damn... That's never going to be me or damn, one day that's going to be me. I promise you the change isn't in knowledge. It's not in know-how. It is literally in you changing some of the smallest, what feels like insignificant habits that you are obsessed with. You know what I had to break? Like we just talked about it. I had to. 
it was so hard for me to recommit to a morning routine because my business was running without one. I was being successful, waking up at 7.30 in the morning, getting my kid to school and getting straight to work. So to recommit to a morning routine that was before that, I was like, why? My business runs without that. Like it was so hard. I wanted to just not do it. And even there were days in between where I was like, "Mm, not today. I got too much shit to do. But just changing that habit has changed everything for me in the last 60 days. Everything for me. Do you know when I like, like this is something I love about a lot of the Christians I know. The minute they need clarity, they fast. They'll break a habit in a minute. You know, like I know people that for myself, when I'm trying to grow or learn something or like I always try to find something that I can change immediately that will almost like clear my mind. Like I know this sounds really silly, but there's been several times where I needed some clarity And so I take something away from myself that I'm like, that I think I need or I'm relying on, like coffee. Like if I'm drinking coffee every day, I'm like, okay, for a week, I'm not drinking coffee. And every time I would go to get that coffee, I'm going to spend 15 extra minutes just meditating or thinking about this or writing in my journal or brainstorming on this idea so that I can get it done. When I'm done, I can reward myself again with that habit or that thing that I love or that thing that I rely on. You're not willing to change old habits. You're not willing to change old habits. You have to, you have to, have to, have to. In order for you to become this person, you got the friends, the habits, it has to change. It is a must. Whether that's extending your hours that you're willing to commit to your side hustle, whatever it is, these old habits, they ain't working no more. You know this. This is the same thing. When you look in the mirror and you're not happy with what you see, you got to make a decision like, okay, what are some of those habits that ain't working that I need to stop? I got to decide, right? Change. Look at your habits And think about what you can change up in your life right now and stop fighting for these things like I'm not a finisher or I never follow through or I'm a procrastinator or I'm extremely inconsistent or I don't network well or I'm shy. Like, nope. Great. Own them. Own the feelings behind them. Make a change. Number five, you won't finish. And I think we said something about this earlier. You won't finish because you had a bad month or a bad moment. You won't finish because you had a bad month or a bad moment, aka you felt rejected where you were supposed to have success and you allowed that to be the reflection of where your life, career, and business, and wealth, and health, and success were headed. Are you kidding me? This is the epitome of believing failure dictates or demands your future. Hell to the no. Best line I ever heard, fail. Fail means first attempt in learning. You have to fail forward. But you guys allow I say, you guys, myself included, I have done this numerous times where I promote something and then it doesn't get a lot of feedback. And then I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, like maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe this was a bad thing. No, that just ain't it. Move on. That's not a reflection of who I am or what I'm capable of or the true gift that I have. I just, maybe that ain't it. Maybe that's not what people want. Maybe nobody saw it. Do it again and again. And again, like if that wasn't one of the toughest lessons I had to learn at the end of 2019, boy, I would have one month where I was up, up. I'd be like, oh, I get it now. Look at me. This is great. Blah, 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 blah. And then I'd spend as if and invest back in the business as if I thought these were my months every month. And then the next month I would have a shitty month in revenue and be like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. I'm not made for this. I'm upside down. What am I doing? Like, no, those months were indicative to my future. They just meant that I needed to make changes. Best thing my mentor ever taught me was, when you make mistakes this early in business and you're only serving a small handful of people, you better thank God. Just thank God. Say, thank you, God, 
for the fact that I've made these mistakes early on and learned clearly from my lessons when I'm only involved in helping a few people instead of hundreds and thousands of people. Thank you, God, for teaching me these lessons early on. When I learned to look at it like that, as soon as I have a bad moment or even a bad month or a failed attempt in something, I'm like, okay, what are you trying to teach me here? What do I need to learn? What do I need to adjust? What do I need to fix? Thank you, God, for teaching me this early on so that next year I don't make this mistake. So the next time I'm serving a bigger client, I don't make this mistake. So the next time I'm serving this tenfold, I don't make this mistake. Stop letting rejections and the feeling of rejection keep you from getting to that place, getting to where you want to be. Number six, you're too comfortable. You're too comfortable. You're too comfortable. Listen, you can rest. Let me be clear on this because I've seen a lot of memes about this lately where people are like, you don't have to hustle your way to the top and you need rest and self-care is important and you on days you don't feel like it, don't do it. I agree 100%. This community, this society we live in, this is a hustle mentality. This is like a, you ain't shit if you ain't at the top. Like, I get it. I get it. It's a race to the top. It's dangerous. It really is. But the people I'm talking to right now, the people that are listening, you were made for dangerous. You were made for extraordinary. You were made for courageous risks, leaps and bounds and leadership. I don't give a shit what they say about self-care. I'm not saying that it is not required. It is. But get closer to where you're going first. Make a few sacrifices to get closer to where you're going first. I'm not saying I never rested. I absolutely took days off. But when I took days off in the wrong moments, I lost my momentum. I, what the fuck are you celebrating for? My mentor used to always say, what are you celebrating for? Are you making the money you want to make? Is it somebody's birthday? Is it your birthday? What are you going out and spending hundreds of dollars on drinks and a bar tab and food for when you aren't even where you want to be? What are you celebrating? Some of us are too comfortable. Some people have been getting unemployment and stimulus checks for far too damn long. I got a few friends that I've talked to that at the beginning of the pandemic said, girl, when I get the stimulus check, I'm about to do some crazy things. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to call you about my LLC. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to call you because I need your help. And they've been getting unemployment and a stimulus check and ain't called me yet, but been some of everywhere. Some of everywhere. Now, if you feel like I'm talking to you and you feel attacked, I apologize. But I'm being serious. This pandemic will eventually be over. Will we have a new life after this? Possibly. Will our society look different? Possibly. But I'm going to get it in every way possible during this pandemic. So when I come out of it, I can live life on my terms. Some of you are too comfortable without good reason. How are you going to be comfortable and there's nothing stable? You hear what I'm saying? How are you going to sit at home, go out, do things, spend money, buy $300 worth of clothes? You're comfortable, but you're not stable but you don't have anything to lean on. You have a foundation built on sand, yet you're pretending to be comfortable. You need to work until your two feet are standing on a cement block. You hear me? You're too comfortable. Number seven, we talked about this briefly, so I'll be brief on this one, but you believe your limiting beliefs. You actually fight for them. You fight for them. You fight to believe and agree with the fact that your soul tells you that you are a procrastinator. You fight to believe that you're not worthy. You fight to believe that whatever your ex told you six years ago or seven days ago is indeed true and this is not for you. 
You fight to believe that that one girl out of your 7,000 followers or 700 followers that messaged you and was like, "Mm, don't you think you're sharing a little bit too much with everybody? Do you think you should be telling everybody that? You fight to believe that she's right and you're wrong and that she's just not allowed to have an opinion that doesn't apply to you. You fight to believe your limiting beliefs. You fight to believe that you are a victim of your circumstances, that you are not worthy, and that you don't deserve everything you think you deserve. I read an article the other day that said the new like success, or it said something like the new what women don't want to own is like they truly want to be rich now. And it was like, it wasn't like crazy bougie rich, but it was like, you know, rich in wealth, rich in health, and like definitely wanting money in their pockets and wanting to take like independent trips and hang out with their girlfriends and do fun shit the same way that men do. Like, hell yes. Hell yes. And I have fought for years that I would not be capable of doing that. That I did not deserve a lot of money. That I was just a broke girl from broke circumstances that wasn't, was only going to be able to do what I love and not make a lot of money doing it. Shit. I will do everything in my power to break those limiting beliefs. Every day, every waking day, I will fight that off. Not for it. Fight it off. Because so, too many of us are fighting for those limiting beliefs. Stop fighting for your limiting beliefs. The resistance that you feel is a belief that you are trying to break. Break the fucking chain. Break them. Number eight. Very similar. You live in a victim mentality. You live in a victim mentality. You live in a victim mentality. I can't tell you. God, the best way I can explain this is once I realized, it was like a year and a half ago that I realized that you are responsible for everything, everything, everything. I don't care what the circumstance is. At some point in your life, you made a decision left, right, wrong, or right that led you to that place that now you're like, holy crap, I'm in a bad situation. How do I get out? You cannot continue to play the victim mentality. You have to take ownership, take responsibility, and begin to make choices to get out. You have to make decisions. You have to stop playing the victim. I can't tell you how many people I talked to that at the start of this pandemic reached out to me and were like, oh my God, girl, I have so much extra time now. I'm going to start my podcast. I'm going to schedule a call with you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to start my business. I need help with my LLC. Can we meet for coffee? Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do the third? And then when I've reached back out to them, they're like, oh, that's something I'm going to do next month. I've been busy with X, Y, and Z. Oh, we're remodeling the house of this, that, and the third. Like, oh, I've been on vacation, so blah, 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 blah. You know, oh, I had some family issues, so in three weeks, that's something I'll reconsider. Listen, money loves speed. Money loves speed. Success loves action. You got to be willing to make some shit happen and make it happen now. Stop fighting for your victim mentality. You are a victim as long as you choose to be. The more you convince yourself of that, the louder your excuses will get and the more shit will never get done. You will just be the person that everyone knows is a victim that always talks, talks, and talks about what she or he's going to do, and then you don't actually do it because you're still spending all of your time and energy fighting for your excuses because you think life happens to you and not for you. Make a choice right now. Life happens for you. You're not a victim. You choose. You dictate. You lead. Life happens for you. Number nine, consistency. I know some of these concepts are so simple, but I'm telling you, like gratitude and consistency could literally lead the pack here. Gratitude and consistency. Some of y'all are posting twice a month and wondering why your followers won't grow. 
Some of y'all talk about your new podcast once a week and wonder why your podcast listeners won't grow. Some of y'all work out once a week and wonder why you're not losing any weight. Consistency. Consistent action will change any habit any day. Consistent gratitude will change any limiting belief any day. Consistency in anything will elevate and change who you are. Consistency. If you can't keep a promise to yourself, you can't keep a promise to anyone else. Focus on commitment and consistency and keeping your damn promises. Consistency is why you're not there yet. You have to be willing to be consistent amidst possible rejection, amidst lack of success. You have to be consistent. And then number 10, my absolute favorite. You're either worried about other people and what they think, or you're worried about the wrong shit, right? And don't worry, because we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. I'm not saying rid yourself of these piss poor qualities, you peasant. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a bad person for ever comparing yourself. That is the crux of all evil, but it is indeed who we are as humans. We just have to get better at practicing habits of shifting that energy, right? So for example, when I can tell you how many times I look at some women and I'm like, oh my God, like she's crushing it. Why didn't I think to say that? Like, she's not even like that though. Like she can't even, she's not even articulating this in the way that I would. I wonder if I could do that better, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just being honest because some of y'all be thinking the same thing. Hell, some of y'all been listening to me and thinking the same thing. I don't care. We all got a voice that's different, right? But I've done it. And then I have to stop myself and be like, oh my God, what has worrying about her done for you? When instead seeing her being successful at something, when she has a different voice, a different vision, a different way that she serves people, she has no impact on the way that you do anything. And you have allowed her success to fuck with your day. Are you serious? No, I need to be looking at her and what she's doing that in no way, shape or form is affecting what I do and be like, wow, if she can do it, I can do it. Thank God she's walking the path she's walking and paving the pavement she's paving so that I now know that I can walk in mine. That's all we need to do is be willing to shift. I don't do this because I think I'm the best at it. I do this because I want you to feel like you're next. It's your turn now. If I illuminate a couple hundred voices and you go help a couple hundred voices and we do that in unison, we have affected hundreds and thousands of people. I can't do it all, but I can help you do it all. There's going to be comparison. Yes, she has a banging Coke bottle shape and a flat tummy, and that pisses you off because she's your competition. But let me tell you something. All that means is you can do it too. So we have to really understand two things here when we're worrying about other people and what they think. Number one, what makes me unique? And is what she's doing affecting my uniqueness? Probably not. Two, why is this triggering me so much? Why is this triggering me? Does it make me feel jealous? Does it make me feel sad? Does it make me feel incapable? How does this make me feel? What's triggering me? And where is that feeling coming from? And how do I go to fix it? And how do I shift that energy? Because I've said this a million times before, but if we took the same amount of energy that we use to focus on what other people are worrying about other people or worrying about the wrong shit, we would be millionaires and superstars in our endeavors and businesses and careers because we put too much damn energy comparing, worrying about other people or worrying about the wrong shit. 
Let me tell you if at the top three things, if I asked one of your homegirls what the top three things that you've been, what's so-and-so been really focused on lately? And they told me her relationship, you know, getting seen, you know, her broken relationship, being seen, going out, doing things, blah, blah, blah. And her kids, I can, no offense, and I know those all sound reasonable, but I can tell you why you're not there, air quotes, there yet. Because your three primary focuses besides your kids are the wrong shit. You're maintaining and balancing your life with your children while focusing on your broken relationship and focusing on being seen and being out and about and trying to numb the feeling that you're experiencing. You're focused on the wrong shit. If you took that same energy to being seen, to being heard, to being noticed, to put into something that was for you and devoted a small amount of time on being selfish, you would be so fucking shocked where your business would go, where your life would go. I've said this before. But the most powerful thing my fiance ever said to me two years ago was, you know, all of these things that you've been dreaming about, you should do them. And I said, just beware. This sounds like a lot of work and I will spend, you know, I'll have to spend some nights and a lot of time away, you know, focusing on this stuff and shut it kind of shutting away from our relationship. And he said to me, if being selfish for a year is what scares you, I think that's the best thing you could ever, like being selfish for a year is the best thing you could ever do for you and this entire family. And he was so freaking right. Being selfish for a year, not focusing on what other people thought, where other people wanted me to go, what they wanted me to achieve, you know, or focusing on the wrong shit, like just ignited and set a fire underneath my soul, my desires, my purpose, and now my new career. I'm exactly where I want to be and I'm going exactly where I want to go. And don't worry, I'm not all the way there yet either. I'm pushing to get there every day. And again, it's not a physical or a mental destination, but it is always being the best version of myself, doing what I love to do every day. But the greater version of me, that changes every day. But when I look back at these 10 things, I'm responsible for some of these. I'm fixing some of these. I'm still dealing with some of these. And again, like I mentioned, maybe all of these don't apply to you. But some of this, there's something I said in here where you were like, ouch, that is me. These are the reasons you are not there yet. These are the things you need to evaluate. Getting clear on where there is, whether or not you're investing the time or the money in those desires, purpose, and vision of where you're going. Are you practicing gratitude? Are you willing to break bad habits? Are you following through amidst rejection and uncertainty and just not being sure or failing? Are you persistent? Are you too comfortable? Are you too comfortable? Are you working to break your limiting beliefs instead of fighting for them? Are you removing yourself from this victim mentality? Are you victorious in everything that you're doing? Are you willing to be consistent? And are you worried about the wrong shit? These are reasons that are holding you back from getting where you are going, walking in your true purpose, being the leader that you need to be, taking that passion and turning it into something powerful so that you get to live every day, day in and day out, knowing that you are serving a divine purpose on this earth, the actual reason why God put you here, and you are loving the life you live in a way that you've never experienced before. That is on the other side of where you're at right now, but you are not there yet because these things are in the way. Be willing to put that time in. Be willing to reconsider. Be willing to reevaluate because there is so much more on the other side. A breakthrough is coming, but you need to evaluate these things because there are a couple reasons 
why you are not there yet. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay tuned. Sending you so much love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.